Lifeline. If we've never met before, my name is Luke, hello. And uh, tonight, to start off our time together, I want you to think of the number one best coach or teacher you have ever had. Was it fourth grade math? Was it fourth grade science? Was your fourth grade math and science teacher the same? Probably. See, I was homeschooled and my mom was my teacher, so I feel like I have to give a shout out to Shelly Koskinen, best teacher. She was pretty good. Anyways, uh, what made your great teacher or coach the best? Was it the way they invested in you personally? Like you knew they really cared about you? Was it the fact that they rallied the team or the classroom around a goal and made things exciting? Was it uh, that they, you know, were just cool and you liked talking to them? I don't know. Maybe that was it. Uh, one thing I realized about the difference between good teachers or coaches and not so good teachers or coaches is that uh, the not so good, let's just talk about coaching here. The not so good coaching would be like, hey, this, this, and this, you're doing this incorrectly. Okay, take five. Like, And they won't actually give you the way to make it better or the other thing to do right. And I can think of a couple of baseball coaches I had that were really helpful to me. Uh, because they would say, hey, uh, here's where you did this incorrectly. You feel this ground ball wrong. You uh, swung the bat. Your swing is a little off. But then they would also say, here's what to focus on. Here's what to uh, pay attention to instead. And so they not only told me what was wrong about my swing, but they helped me fix it. So as we're finishing this series on stress, uh, I'm excited because we get to look at uh, some things that Jesus said about stress and about worry. And I'm excited because Jesus is like the best coach about this. He tells us some things that we do that are maybe destructive or uh, not helpful in our lives, but then he goes above and beyond and tells us what we should be paying attention to and the things that we can do to make our life more valuable. And that's the thing is we all want our life to be valuable. We want our life to matter. We want our life to count. And sometimes everyday worries and stresses can uh, keep us from that. And so Jesus is a great coach at kind of getting down to the root of some of our everyday worries and stresses. Now, before we begin, I want to tell you another reason I'm excited to jump into this is because uh, we've been talking about stress and worry and anxiety. And sometimes even when I say those words, uh, maybe this is how you felt the last like several weeks that we've been in this series. Uh, you're like, yeah, I'm not really a stressful person. I like to keep it chill. Or I am not really, uh, I wouldn't call myself anxious. Like, I kind of just go with the flow. And you've kind of just like checked out because you're like, this, what Luke is saying, what Jetty is saying, like what the leaders and stuff are saying doesn't apply to me because I don't deal with that. Well, Jesus' coaching today that we're going to look at actually addresses the everyday worries and anxieties that we all have. And so if you're thinking that doesn't count, you don't count in this, you're wrong. So let's get into it. Uh, we're going to be in Matthew chapter 6. Uh, Matthew is the first book of the New Testament. It's about two-thirds of the way in, and we are right in the middle of uh, what is called the Sermon on the Hill, which I'll tell you about as we're turning there. So uh, Sermon on the Hill, Sermon on the Mount, it's one of Jesus' famous uh, collection of talks where he talks about marriage, he uh, talks about prayer, the Lord's Prayer, our Father in Heaven, that stuff is in the Sermon on the Mount. And then he also talks about uh, worry and anxiety and money and all these things. And so what I want to do is I read this, it's a few verses long, 
I want to do something uh, kind of unique. I want you to close your eyes. I want you to picture this scene. So close your eyes right here as you're listening to this. Um, picture this scene. You are outside with about 100 people sitting in a, a half circle listening to Jesus. Picture what that would have been like. The breeze is, uh, you can feel the breeze. You can hear the, the birds of the air. You can maybe hear some bugs chirping. Uh, you, you look around and you see some flowers and some plants and some, some trees. And Jesus is giving you this wisdom. Continue to close your eyes and listen to these words. This is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear. Isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Look at these birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns for your heavenly father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of this field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing. Yet Solomon, the most wealthy person to ever live, in all of his glory, was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? So don't worry about these things, saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? Okay, you can open your eyes. So Jesus is in this scene with uh, these people who are interested in him, who are interested in following him, and he talks about worry. He talks about uh, clothes and food, and he essentially is giving them this coaching that life is more valuable than these everyday worries. Now, some people, I would guess, in, that are hearing this uh, really had food insecurity. Like they needed food. They were uh, maybe worried about where their food was going to come in the weeks to come or whatever. And some people weren't. Their worry was maybe more than it needed to be. And Jesus is saying, listen, uh, trust God. God's going to take care of you. Uh, don't worry about way out there, but just focus on today. But then he starts talking about uh, clothes. And I got to think that as he's talking about clothes, he's kind of using clothes as this image of uh, maybe some of the little things we tend to worry about. I mean, right before this, Jesus talks about putting our hope and our desires in our money, the, the, the stuff that uh, is going to end up being destroyed after we leave this earth. It's like Jesus is saying, uh, be careful what you pay attention to. Uh, life is much more than food and much more than clothing. Life is bigger than these things. So Jesus is saying, don't uh, pay attention so closely to these things because life is so much more. So I feel like we kind of understand what Jesus is talking about, like the trivial things that we tend to fill our minds with, that tend to be concerned about. Maybe it's uh, clothing, maybe it's uh, the image that you are portraying to your friends. Maybe it's technology that you like to collect or tout around and show people the latest thing that you have. Maybe it's your online video game life or whatever. Uh, just uh, paying so such close attention to things that don't have uh, eternal value. 
just saying, uh, this is not what makes life valuable. And as I said, we all want our life to count. We all want our life to matter. And Jesus is saying, yeah, if you want your life to have value, if you want your life to really count, paying attention to these things is not the way to do it. But like I said, Jesus is a fantastic coach. And not only does he tell us what not to focus on, he tells us what we should focus on, what we should pay attention to. And that comes later when he says this. This is verse 33. He says, Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. Okay, so he goes from saying, don't worry about these uh, everyday trivial things. Don't uh, pay attention to, don't obsessively pay attention to the things that uh, don't have eternal value. But if you want your life to be valuable, if you want your life to count, pay attention to the kingdom of God. Seek the kingdom of God and live righteously. And then if you're focused on that, if you're paying attention to that, God is going to take care of the other stuff. That's Jesus' message. Focus, pay attention to the kingdom of God, living righteously, and God's going to take care of the rest. So the question that you may be asking is like, okay, hello, what does the kingdom of God mean? Like, how do I seek the kingdom of God? Uh, the kingdom of God is what this world is like if it truly reflected the things that God values. So what are the things that God values? God values love. God values justice. God values uh, looking out for people who are maybe pushed aside in society. God values uh, relationships and he values, uh, he, he desires a relationship with uh, humans. And so uh, if you can uh, value the things that God values, if you can seek his kingdom, if you can pay attention to the things that uh, are reflective of who God is, uh, that is what life is about. Now, this isn't to say like, it's not like Jesus is saying, okay, if you are wondering what you want to wear tomorrow, you are a big dummy. And if you're wondering what you're going to eat, you are so silly. Like he wasn't saying that. He was saying that uh, life is more than food. Life is more and your body is more than clothing. You were made for a greater purpose than just worrying about your own life and your own needs for today. You were made for something far uh, greater than being uh, concerned, paying attention to uh, just your image or just your online presence or just your technology or just those things. You were made for a purpose. And so Jesus is inviting us to take our attention that we normally have on ourselves and those trivial things in our lives and put it on the things that God values. Jesus is calling us to pay attention to what we pay attention to. And so maybe in this conversation, you're like, yes, I want to feel like my, my life is counting. I want, to, I want to look into the future like a year from now and be like, I'm, uh, I have uh, like healthy relationships and I'm making a difference in the lives of other people and I'm making this world a better place and I, I am walking with purpose, all those things. What have you been paying attention to that might be distracting you from that? What have you been concerning yourself with that may be pulling you from the purpose that God has for you? Like I said, we all have these everyday uh, worries, everyday stresses that we tend to focus on, and Jesus is inviting you and me 
to focus on his kingdom, to focus on the things that God values. So in this teaching, Jesus is inviting us to take the attention we've been giving towards our everyday stuff, our everyday worries that uh, maybe have less eternal value, and put our attention on the things that God values. And it's my hope that you and I can learn something from the amazing teaching and coaching of Jesus. Let's pray. God, we thank you for uh, this teaching. We thank you that uh, even though we tend to focus on things that don't have eternal value, we tend to focus on our own lives and our own stuff, uh, you still care for us. You still love us and you still gently call us to a better way of living. So God, right now I ask that you give everyone um, clarity. Clarity on what it is they've been paying attention to and give them the, the courage and the uh, wisdom to maybe step away from that and focus on what you value. God, help us to know exactly what our next step is as it relates to this conversation. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.